This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Nom.com, and if you love your pet, which I know you do, you're going to want to feed them the finest pet food of all time by going to Nom.com. You can try out some of the finest food available to your beloved pet, your best friend. Everyone loves their dog. You can try out the beef mash, the chicken cuisine, the pork potluck, and turkey fair meals for your dog. And there's many, many more different recipes on there. If you love your dog, you're going to want to give them this food. It's absolutely amazing. It looks so damn good, I would eat it myself. And I'll tell you what, you can really not even tell by the love and affection that your dog gives you after they eat some anomalous delicious food. You're going to see it as well because their fur looks so much sweeter, healthier, and just thicker and just fuller because I'll tell you what, the vitamins and the nutrition, all the good stuff is in this food that your dog needs to grow a healthy set of fur, live a long, healthy life, and be your best friend forever. You can also use our code VOMSHOW to save up to 50% off your first order and get free shipping for a limited time. Go to nom.com and tell them the nerd sent you. This podcast is also brought to you by our friends over at Binoid.com, makers of the finest THC product on the market. They've been longtime sponsors of the show and also been providing me the greatest THC product on the market. I absolutely love Binoid. We've been with them for quite a while now, and they've been good to us. And oh my goodness, I love their product. I started off with the capsules, then I moved on to the vape pens, then I started rolling my own with, with the flower, then I got the pre-rolls because I got lazy. Doesn't matter. This stuff is absolutely amazing and will make you feel good in many different ways, mentally, physically, and it will just improve the quality of your life. You have to try this stuff out. It is changing the way people are living their lives. Binoid, B-I-N-O-I-D.com, and also our sister website because it's so big. There's so much business. We had to open up another website, Blooms Hemp, B-L-O-O-M-Z Hemp.com. You can get wax dabs, pre-roll flour, capsules. You can get the cigarettes. You can get the pre-rolled blunts. You can get the the vape cartridges. You can get the uh, gummy bears, the gummy worms, the sour diesel patch. You can get the, uh, the the wax, the dabs, all the hoodads and all that shit. I don't even understand. There's so many different ways now to get THC in your system. It's blowing my mind. You can even get soda cans, seltzer with THC infused in it. This stuff will get you laced up. And I will also tell you a little secret here. We now have psychedelic mushrooms in three different flavors, milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. This stuff will send you straight to heaven if you have a couple of bites. It is phenomenal product. Very safe and secure, lab-tested THC. And, oh my goodness, I can't believe it. We have mushrooms. I will say it again. This stuff is phenomenal. You have to check it out right now and use our code NERD to save 10% and get free shipping on any order at Binoid.com and Bloom's Hemp. On with the show. Episode of the often imitated, never duplicated Voices of Misery podcast. And of course, I am one half of your dynamic deal the nerds. I'm the nerd and you are. Nerd How the hell are you? It's Wednesday. Wonderful. It's fucking hump day, man. It's the worst day of the week, but it's another week that I can honestly say is flying the fuck by. How's your week going? Guess what I did. Oh my god. Nothing. Drum roll, please. <laughs> I did nothing. Yeah. Although every day I'm thinking about this damn tree. 
I'm Christmas just, tree? Yeah, I'm just, I, like, yeah, it's put about it time. up already. It's about time. You can do it. I'm thinking about I it give you my day. blessing. Ew, man. I give you my blessing because there's some decorations I want the fuck up out of this closet, so there you go. Go ahead well, and put that No, up. I got the Halloween decorations I can put in there. I got a craft project for you because these Ghostbusters have been sitting on the fucking ground here since last year. Why don't you make little hats for them, little Santa hats? We could put them as part of the display this year. We got them stand up there. Because it's a Christmas movie, Ghostbusters. So we can actually put them in the nativity I'm not, scene. I'm not making... No. We can make Venkman hold baby Jesus. We can put... Uh, uh, I don't think Winston would have to be there, though. I don't think he was able to be there at that point in time. But how the hell are you? What's going on oh with you? Oh, my God. What's going on? We're going to have a good one today. We're going to have fun. I'm fine, man. Yeah. I, haven't, I haven't done the fucking thing. You haven't so. watched anything at all? No. Jesus, no. man. Nope. Oh my god, well, there, I'll there, just get into my fucking life. Yeah, there's a documentary on Max I'll probably end up watching over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, some religious cult thing. Oh, there you go. That's Mother God fun. or something. Something like that. I It popped up the other day and I and I added it to my list. I'll probably do that over the weekend. Yeah, yeah, at least that'll be fun for you. And I guess I'll get into what the hell I've been doing. And right before we went on the show, I sent you a picture of something. Oh, yeah. What's going on at work. Because I can't make this shit up, man. It is so ridiculous. I was in three meetings today, and each one was 45 minutes, another one was like a half hour, another one was about an hour. That is last it just one, you, though, or no. is it everybody? There's like five or six people in each one. But why three meetings? Like, I don't understand. I, I'll take it. I'll fucking take it, just to get me the hell off of these damn calls. But I'm sitting there in each one, and they're just getting progressively worse. Like, they tried the first one. They, they said, hey, how you doing? And I just fucking typed hi in the chat. I'm doing good. Second one, they did the same thing, and they answered a question in chat. The third one, they were asking me to take, turn the fucking mic on, to role play, and do all this shit. And I'm like, you motherfuckers are obnoxious as hell. So I fucking, you know, I turned the mic on, I did a stupid role play with them, and they were just throwing praise at me, like I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread. And I'll tell you what, man, there is nothing I hate more than being told I'm good, or good at anything. You know, I just don't, just because it comes off disingenuous. It was because I got the fucking idiot disclaimer on my fucking profile says I don't like to talk to people, so leave me the fuck alone, my little trigger thing. That they feel like they have to try extra hard when you should really just leave the person the fuck alone because that's what they want to be is left alone. And then a little bit after that, I get like an instant message in our team chat thing from someone who says they're a part of, what the fuck did it say? I'm part of the uh, something paper journal or some shit like that, some team journal. And they were asking me questions like, do you have a pet? And I'm looking at this like, what the fuck is this person? I thought it was some spam shit. I'm like, is this person even a fucking employee? Who is this idiot? And sure enough, I clicked on their name, and they're an employee. I'm like, what the fuck? So I'm like, yeah, I have a dog. And they were like, what's your dog's name? What color are they? What breed? I'm like, what the fuck is this, an interview? What the fuck is It gets so bizarre. Because I log in, and I punch into work, and then I'm getting interviewed for a fucking journal. Like, what the fuck is this all about? So finally, it's like they have a team journal, and I'm their spotlight person for the fucking month. A person who hates everybody and wants nothing to do with people and doesn't turn on their mic or fucking camera in these team interviews. This is ridiculous. I feel like you're forcing me out the fucking door with this shit. You ain't gonna last there, man. I feel like, seriously, it's every fucking day. In training, yeah. they tried to force, like, three best friends on me. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck out of that. They tried some other dumb shit. They're always trying to get me to fucking talk. Oh, this showering praise on me. Just leave me the fuck alone. Who do you guys not talk to? Let, let me switch places with that motherfucker, please. <laughs> so obnoxious. I took a screenshot and I sent it to you. I'm like, what the fuck with this job? Seriously, just <clears throat> leave. Are, are they going to start sending shit to my house? I mean, what the fuck is next? I don't know. I just, I find it weird that you have three meetings. 
Why not cover everything in one meeting? I'll fucking take it. Whatever spreads this shit out. I know, but it makes no sense to me. This is the weirdest fucking job. And it's it's a normal job. You're saying that makes no sense. None of it makes any sense. Like, I don't understand how, like, these are some weird-ass jobs that you've been getting. You're saying that makes no sense. You know what makes no sense to me? The fucking ice cream truck a little while ago. Listen, don't get me started. This is the second time in a week that this damn ice cream truck has come during the week when the kids are still in school and it's fucking freezing outside. It's a front. It's not an ice like, cream truck. what are you doing? Because it's not an ice cream truck. If you're driving around in like sub-zero temperatures and down here in Myrtle Beach it's like 65 degrees but it's sub-zero to me. Well, no. It's in the 50s. Oh, sh- it's oh cloudy. We're dead. It's freaking cold. And it's before 3 o'clock. What are you doing? The kids aren't even here. I mean, I think we should have known what kind of front it was when we saw the fucking meth heads in the neighborhood out in the street when they heard the jingle playing. Fucking bizarre. Like, I, yeah. so, so weird. Fucking shit. But yeah, that's pretty much what the hell's been going on there. I have been watching some shows. Ice cream truck. That ice cream truck probably came twice yeah. during the summer. I'm not even going to talk about Mondays. Yeah, and now they're coming out. And now they're yeah. coming out, and it's freaking November. Yeah. I was going to talk about Monday's show, what happened when they got pulled down and had to fucking talk the pod being on fucking get that shit. You oh, know, you situated. got in trouble. Mom, who cares? I got in trouble for something <laughs> I said. Uh, do I even care anymore? Seriously, who gives a fuck? It's back up there. I put it back up. I if didn't take episode, a damn thing out. If there's ever a time when the episode disappears or it's not there or it's late, it's because someone took it down when it went. <laughs> Somebody bitched. It got deleted. It was fucking... Couldn't get, say. Get an email. I'm like, I'm, I'm like, what the fuck happened to the episode? And they're like, yeah, it got deleted an hour after it got put up. Like, really? Why? Contact this number. You talk to these fucking people, and they're just so fucking brain dead half the time. And they're like, oh, yeah, this is why, and whatever. So, yeah, that's pretty much what happens. But I got more exciting things to talk about here. I'm watching a series called Handmaid's Tale. If you didn't uh, understand mm-hmm. what I was talking about last time, I was absolutely in love with the show. I was uh, absolutely gushing over it. And I took some notes on the most recent episode I watched. And I'm moving really slow on this one because I'm also watching another show I'm going to talk about. And it's also kind of tough to pay attention to that show while you're working. Like that one, I feel like I have to listen to every line being said. Yeah. So that one I'm actually really paying attention to, like dialed in. And it's getting crazy, man. That bitch, it's just so cold and emotionless how the sex is on that show. It's like these girls just lay on a bed, someone watches, and they just get clapped out by some dude who just barely drops his pants, he does his business, and leaves. Just doesn't say anything, No, not, nothing at all, and they just leave. And the woman had this fucking blank look on her face and shit. It's just absolutely wild, man. And the most recent one was my favorite moment of the show. Was I, I think her name is Offglen. I think her name was the one girl who got replaced by another girl with the same name. It was, it was the ugly bitch's friend. I don't know. I know their real names. Yeah. I don't. I I don't remember who they. Uglin, I think her name was. She was the one that she what became friends hair? with in the beginning. I don't. I've never seen it. She's always wearing her fucking <laughs> little Miss Debbie snacks outfit, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah. I I know that there were two girls that I really liked, and the one I can't remember her name. Oh, and you'll know who I'm me. talking about in a minute because she's the one that stole a fucking car and drove over some dude and ripped his body. Okay, in half. I like her. I liked her. I was so happy. Yeah. When I, I was like, I, I was sitting there watching it, and I was doing my. I was supposed to be doing my job and I'm watching the fucking... That's the one I couldn't remember her name. <laughs> no, uh, I, I think that's... Of Glenn, I think her name was, whatever. Okay. But I'm sitting there like, oh my God, I was so fucking happy. That's finally one of these bastards got their fucking due desserts, man. And, and she looked at ugly bitches. She's behind the wheels of the car. And she, she nodded yes. And she's like... Bum, bum, fucking drove with the motherfucker. I was so happy. It's, it's so bad, man. And this show really makes me feel bad for women. And I've always felt bad for women. That's why I'm always like, you know, you can accuse me of being a fucking uh, feminist, I guess. I don't know, but... If women have always gotten the shit into the stick in life, and it's everything and everything you read about women and 
fucking past and, you know, the ancient times and the Bible and shit. It's like women are always taken for granted, you know? It really is. You look at all these other religions and it's like, oh, I can have eight wives. How many husbands can your wife have? Oh, just me. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck is, what, what is with this shit? Oh, I can go outside in shorts and a tank top. So what's your wife going to wear? Oh, she's going to wear a fucking sheet over her body. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck with this? Why is it always women? What is it? Who knows? It just, it just doesn't make any sense. Like, there's man and woman. That's it. No matter what they try to tell you nowadays, that's it. Why does one side overwhelmingly get favored? It's just, it's just there's only two sides. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make any fucking sense. But this show is really good, and, and I'm loving it. I think I'm on episode six or seven right now. And now when she's making love to this one guy, they're, like, actually, like, doing it, doing it. They're, like, kissing and shit. So I think the guy's got feelings for it. She's got feelings for him. Because mm-hmm. she said that it was the first time she felt like she was cheating on her guy that she was with before. So she's starting to like it. And she's getting into this shit. So it's getting a little freaky, freaky deaky now. <laughs> so I'm all, freaky I'm all here for it. They're all being sassy bitches. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying Handmaid's Tale. It's getting a high mark for me so far. But, you know, every show does <clears throat> have its fucking shitty seasons and episodes. So I'm sure that'll be coming soon. <laughs> Another show I'm watching is Vikings. I'm finally getting around to watching this show. I've been wanting to watch this one since Game of Thrones ended. I, was, I wasn't in the mood for another show like that. I have to take a break. You know, I think the only thing I could watch consecutively back-to-back would be horror kind of stuff. If it's horror, I could probably watch a few in a row. But this one I needed at least some time, and definitely worth the wait. This Viking show is fucking awesome, man. It's badass. There's a lot of action. There's a lot of sword fights. There's a lot of fucking dudes just killing each other. There's a fucking woman character who's the best one on the show. She was uh, married to the guy, the main character, and he was a piece of shit because you're looking at the freaking old Viking days when you had kings and princesses and shit, and he was <laughs> cheating on her. And, of course, he chose the, the, the new woman and cast her away, basically, and she left with the son, who was a young son at the time, and he grew up, and he was older, and he returned back to be with his dad and shit. And now they're out there doing this old badass warrior stuff together, and they've got a nice team of badasses, and they're all, you know well fleshed out characters it's, it's just really cool stuff there's a lot of conflict there's a lot of like you know uh, like like his brother tried to take him out and, and then they were talking in the next episode like hey you tried to take me the fuck out why should I trust you now you know that kind of thing there's a lot of deceit and it's really good old timey stuff and if you're a fan of Elder Scrolls and I know you like Elder Scrolls the games you you might like this kind of show I don't know yeah it's actually more realistic too which is the cool thing about it it's not like uh, like dragons and shit there's no ice wall with fucking demons on the other side like in uh, Game of Thrones you had those white walkers that were coming through and shit they were like monsters and zombies and shit that was pretty cool but I mean you waited the whole series for them to show up so it was a big fucking waste you you would see them like once a season slowly walking towards the wall and you're like why am I watching this dumb shit I want to see I would rather watch a series of these fucking things walking towards the wall one mile a fucking you know week or whatever the fuck the slow pace they were walking but Vikings is pretty cool so far. I'm about to hit season three on that one, and these episodes are flying yeah. up. Well, these short seasons. Yeah. So there you go with that. I haven't been really doing much else besides I've just been kind of hanging out and doing my thing, man. We got a Friday podcast coming up. That'll be another live show. Are you excited? Yeah. Man, you fucking love those. I love them too, man. And we got a lot of things we got to get through. And this Wednesday, man, we got to get through this Wednesday show. We are going to make it to Friday. It's this has been really crazy. I don't know what the hell it is because we haven't been busy. We haven't been doing anything, but these days seem to be flying. Not for me. I'm there. Really? Dragon. I think it's just freaking wet. Like, it's gloomy as fuck, and I'm, it's just oh. awful out. It has been so fucking cold out, too. It looks like it's, fucking New York yeah. out there. <laughs> just the sky has been gray for days. Mm-mm-mm. Absolutely insane, but 
There you go. You want to get into some stuff here? Want to wish the birthday boy, girl, it, she, they, them, whatever the fuck you want to call them? Yeah. Happy birthday. All right. So this one comes courtesy of this Florida man who was hungry while making a robbery at his local Taco Bell and decided to make himself a snack. This happened in Boynton Beach where South Florida police are searching for a man who was captured on video helping himself to a snack as he robbed a Taco Bell in the Boynton Beach Mall. They believe he's responsible for at least two burglaries here within the past month. Turns out this crook not only went for the cash, but he couldn't resist the pre-fried tostada uh, shells as well. If you recognize this guy called Boynton Beach Police or Palm Beach County Crime Stoppers, there's a nice picture of this guy just holding a gun. He's got his face in pure fucking view of the cameras, <laughs> but he's got a hood on, but his face is uncovered. So there you go. He's a fucking complete idiot. idiot. But what else would you expect from Florida, man? So... Happy birthday to you. Today's, what, the 15th of November. I can't believe it, man. This month is already halfway done. Yeah. And it's a short month, too. A lot is of it? people are getting ready. Yeah. Well, 30 days, you know. Yeah. Whatever. It's not the typical, but other than that, man, I'm pretty excited, though. We got Thanksgiving coming up next week. I know we're not going to be doing anything, but I'm going to be enjoying the day off during the week. Yeah, so my podcast isn't going to be on. Oh, next week's going to be horrible. You know what the weird thing about a lot of these shows are? is like, they'll take, it's like, okay, you Thanksgiving's one day. Yeah, motherfuckers take off like three weeks. Oh, <laughs> God, I, I never understood it. So it's like, really, are, are you eating that much? Is it's gonna be one? horrible. My show ended, so I don't mm. listen to that podcast anymore. And then mm. my main podcast, they go on fucking vacation for like ever. Yeah. So I'm not gonna have them to listen to. Like that stinks. I don't know, but fate was definitely on your side today because I had a gift card at work, and I'm like, cool, fifteen dollar gift card. Let me go on here and buy, and that's the minimum that you could use to buy an Xbox gift card. Maybe that's what it is. You keep getting these jobs where you get these free gift cards just for doing stupid shit. Yeah. But it's those jobs that you have to do yoga and freaking team meet, team building meetings and shit. Role yeah. playing. So fucking stupid. <laughs> Dress up costume parties. Like. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's so fucking God. dumb. But here we go. Here, let's get into the stories. You ready to get some topics here? Yeah. All right, so Will Smith's team is responding to new accusations against them that the actor bottoms for other men. Mm. It gets so fucking bizarre with this family, dude. I know. They're all a bunch of weirdos. It never ends. I always do. Jada Pinkett was weird, man. Back in the 90s, whenever you'd see her doing an interview, she'd be like, yeah, you know, the sisterhood and the moon, the stars and the things. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, you dumbass bitch? <laughs> You ain't smart. You ain't a fucking poet. You're just a dumb bitch. That was fucking Jada Pinkett. So Will Smith's apparently getting clapped out by a former actor. I call him former because I haven't seen this guy in shit since fucking 1993. I didn't even know who the dude was. But this is crazy, man. So a representative for Will Smith has responded to some accusations that he's been bottoming for his pal, Dwayne <laughs> Martin, fellow actor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh. there's an update to the story here. So basically the story is like one of Will Smith's longtime friends who's, who's a certified friend. Like people know he's been friends with this guy for years. He's coming out and giving all these secrets because I guess Will Smith denied a, a fucking loan or something. There's been an update to the story. Jada Pinkett Smith is waiting on the claims and she's not holding back. When approached by TMZ for comment, the actor had two words. We suing this asshole. That's uh, three words, actually, uh, Jada Pinkett. Will Smith's team is vehemently denying the recent allegations that the actor was reportedly caught sleeping with fellow actor Dwayne Martin in a dressing room years ago. They couldn't even wait to go to a hotel. They were like, you, me, now, dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, let's do this. The claim made by a man known as Brother Bilal 
who identifies as a former friend and assistant to Smith, has been dismissed as unequivocally false by his representatives. In an interview with Tasha Kay that gained widespread attention, Bilal detailed the alleged incident, stating, I opened the door to Dwayne's dressing room, and that's when I see Dwayne having anal sex with Will. There was a couch, and Will was bent over the couch, and Dwayne was standing up killing him, murdering him. It was a murder in there. What the fuck, <laughs> Can you hear Will Smith doing that? Woo! The fucking scream he does in the movies every time he gets drilled. Oh, man. A representative for Smith responded to the accusations and told TMZ the story is completely fabricated and that the claim is unequivocally false. Uh, additionally, a source close to the situation revealed that Smith is contemplating legal action in response to Bilal's remarks. The timing of these allegations adds a layer of complexity to the public scrutiny surrounding Smith's personal life. Recently, Jada Pinkett Smith, that dumb, weird, not-a-poet bitch, shocked the world by disclosing in her new book that she and Will had been living separate lives since 2016, despite the public perception of their marriage. This revelation came to light after Will referred to Jada as his wife at the Oscars the night he slapped Chris Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Are they that big of a deal in their own minds that they feel like they have to pretend to the world that they're married? Does anyone give a shit if they got married and they're divorced in 2016? Yeah, I don't understand that either. Like, who cares? We have, we have to tell the world. The world would be so upset. They can't deal with this now as getting divorced. Get the fuck. I don't really care if you both died. Seriously, who the fuck do they think they are? Keeping up images. What the fuck? No one gives a fuck. Their lives would not have changed one bit except for he wouldn't have slapped somebody at the freaking awards show if they would have gotten divorced back then. I don't fucking know, but as for Martin, he has not publicly addressed the uh, murder allegations against him. He finalized his divorce from Tisha Campbell in 2020 after another one, Tisha Campbell, after a tumultuous process that began in 2018 with divorce proceedings described as messy. Oh man, messy just like that uh, murder incident, that crime scene, I guess, in Will Smith's dressing room. What do you think about this? Whatever. Like, I don't care. <laughs> it's just like, why does this stuff keep coming out? Like, more and more shit keeps coming out. Bunch of know. fucking freaks over there. Dwayne Martin's response was, holy shit, they remember me? <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, my it God. It wouldn't surprise me. Like, I, like the, Hollywood's a bunch of fucking weirdos. <clears throat> who the oh fuck knows? God. And they, they haven't even been together in years. Like, it's fucking, who knows? Absolutely hilarious, man. So what do you think about this? Just, uh, you don't care? Do you think it's real or fake? <sighs> It's probably fake. I, I don't yeah. like. Who knows? Oh my god! So I got another one here. It from is you. funny though. This one's another guy getting bottomed here. Holy crap! Is this a LGBTQ friendly show for once, huh? This Alabama father dies after an alleged beating and a sexual assault by a prison gang, according to his family. Oh, I saw this. An Alabama man's family is alleging he was sexually assaulted and beaten, leaving him in a coma at Staten Correctional Facility in Ellsmore, Alabama, just two weeks before he was set to be released. Daniel Terry Williams, 22, is serving a one-year sentence for assault and theft charges as part of a plea agreement, and he was set to be released on November 9th, the same day he died. He'd only been at Staten for about two weeks following a transfer to the Elmore, Alabama Correctional Facility when he was allegedly beaten and sexually assaulted. Somebody's got to pay for it. I'm not backing down. It's my son, his father told Digital News of Fox. I'll go to my grave with this if I have to. So Taylor Bostick, his stepmother, and Terry Williams' wife said a doctor apparently told her family that Daniel was in a coma long before he ever got medical attention. Of course, we're sad, we're angry, we're angry that they allowed this to happen. He was beaten for almost two days. He was left unresponsive for about half a day before he was found. I was like, like that, I, I just don't understand that. He was yeah. like tied up and shit and tortured for days. 
How, how did mm. the, no one saw that? None mm-hmm. of the guards saw that. The family went and saw him. He was black and blue from head to toe. He had restraint marks on his wrist. He was beaten badly, man. So they tied him up. They raped him and beat this guy. October 19th, this happened. He was beaten up three days before another inmate took him to an officer for help on the 22nd, citing that he had heard from other inmates at the facility what they did to him. Shit, man. They, they treated him to monitor the situation, and he died in the hospital. They were unable to resuscitate him, man. They fucking did a number on this poor kid. But this is what happens there, man. This is what happens in prison, you know? I know. I mean, like, he, he, he was in prison. He was in there for yeah. uh, for theft or whatever. Like, it... Just, Don't whatever. put yourself in a position to go I, to prison. I get it. Know? But, like, at the same time, like, what the fuck are the guards doing? Are you not, like... They don't care about these patrolling people. Patrolling at all? You know, you, you gotta think of it this way. I mean, like, that's their job to, to, to keep him in line, but... How, how hard is and that? And they weren't, so when they should be fired. But, like, you're working... And the people that you're fucking supposed to be watching are a bunch of lowlifes, you know? Like, how, how much can you care? What the fuck yeah. are you getting paid for? Exactly, it, it's it's tough. <laughs> what it's the tough, fuck are they getting gotta... paid for? You have all these yeah. fucking people in there, just like I, I don't know, they're just sitting there watching TV, I guess. Well, yeah. the inmates run amok. Fucking crazy, man. Oh god. What do you got? I have some exciting news for McDonald's. Oh no! What are they bringing back? The McRib. It's it's November. McDonald's and Crocs are partnering uh, to create clogs, sandals, charms, and socks inspired by the fast food chain's branding uh, and mascots, including Grimace and Hamburglar. The shoes will cost as much as $75 a fucking pair. Are they Crocs? Yeah. Okay, so big purple ones. I mean, they're, they can't be uglier than the ones you and the kid got now. Listen. <laughs> they're comfy. Starting mid Tuesday, midday Tuesday... Uh, the companies will begin selling four styles of shoes. A classic red McDonald's-inspired clog, a striped black-and-white hamburger clog, a yellow birdie clog, and a purple grimace sandal, McDonald's said in a statement on Monday. The quirky shoes, which will retail between $70 and $75, can be paired with $20 matching socks featuring the famous characters' faces. I guarantee you they're going to sell out of the shit. They will, and you'll see some assholes screaming at people in line wearing them. <laughs> At a Walmart. <laughs> At a Walmart. Uh, McDonald's fans can also accessorize their shoes with gibbets charms, fashioned after the chain's Big Macs, fries, and chicken McNuggets, in addition to clip-ons inspired by the company's golden arches. Starting midday Tuesday, shoppers can buy the shoes online or at a Crocs store and at wholesale partners, according to McDonald's. I ain't gonna lie. Mm-hmm. They do look kind of cool. <laughs> Let me see. Do you have a picture? No, I don't. No, I, I don't oh, okay. copy and paste pictures. Oh, I mean, I still wouldn't wear them. Crocs are just awful. They're just fucking awful, man. I had a pair for a short time, and I had the ones that had lining on the inside so you wouldn't look like a fucking jackass. <laughs> when you take your freaking shoes off, you walk around barefoot looking like, you, looking looking like, like a, a leopard. fucking leopard. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> look like you got the fucking mange. It's so disgusting, man. But yeah, that's the thing with it, you know. I'm just not a fan. But you know, if they can make money, then let, let them do it. God, man. All right, so I have one here for you that's going to scare the shit out of you. So Joe Biden is planning a takeover of your local internet service providers, if you haven't seen this one. And they're voting on this shit today. And this may be the first anyone has heard of this. Because mainstream media doesn't cover this kind of shit. Government takeovers and all this crazy stuff here. So this is freaking crazy. They're voting on this today. As of this recording, they haven't come up with a decision yet on this. But if they vote to give them their way, it's game over for freedom of speech, uh, privacy. It's, it, it's over. I mean, everything that's on the Internet, they're going to control. 
So the Biden administration has asked the FCC to take complete control of the way Internet service providers do business in America. Currently governed by the private sector, the FCC would take control and establish rules and regulations to strangle the free market by deep government policies and regulations. This would include dictating broadband prices to customers, tower and satellite locations, and expansion of services by your local Internet provider. It would tightly regulate providers to the point that they would basically become an, extinct, an extension of the government itself. Let's pause there for a second. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine what this would do if they just didn't like you for whatever reason? Seriously. Yeah. If you were one of those January 6 people, oh, well, that person here, give me his internet history. Yeah. And they'll fucking, and they will find everything. Oh, okay, so he, he logged into his bank on, on the internet. We got that information. Oh, we punched in this password on the internet. We got that information. We just want everything. And they control it all. They want control of the infrastructure. They want to have control of all the internet, all communication. They want to control it. This is dangerous. This is dangerous. This is scary shit. This is like end of civilization type shit. If they take away your, your voice, I mean, the internet's everything. You know, it, it is. You do everything. People work on the internet. They do everything. What if they say, hey, you know, you posted hate speech on the internet. You're banned from using it for the rest of your life. You said you voted for Trump on your Facebook page at 6.02 a.m. while you were sitting on the toilet. How do you know I was sitting on the toilet? Yeah, that ring camera you have. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's really freaky. You think about it. You think I might be sounding crazy or I might be a conspiracy theorist or whatever. Far from it. This is how this, I mean, you see what they do when they get a little bit of power. What happens if they get absolute power, you know? So this would include dictating prices and all that other bullshit. And on November 15th, which is today, the five FCC commissioners will vote to put Biden's plan in place. The policy is so bad that one FCC commissioner is speaking out against it. Commissioner Brendan Carr, the only hero on that team, is calling the Biden administration's digital equity plan for all service providers and infrastructure an unlawful power grab. He goes, for the first time ever, these rules would give the government a, a roving mandate to micromanage nearly every aspect of how the Internet functions, from how ISPs, Internet service providers, allocate capital and where they build, to the services that consumers can purchase from the profits that ISPs can realize and how they market and advertise services to the discounts and promotions that customers can receive. And don't forget, they will see what you're doing. Just wanted to throw that out there, man, because that's probably the first and last you'll hear about that shit. The boat has, I mean, I, I looked online a little while ago and they were still meeting about it. They haven't come up with anything. So I'm going to keep an eye on it myself because that's scary. Can you imagine if, if, if they got control of the internet? Seriously, can you imagine that shit? If, if Joe Biden's like, yeah, victory, yeah, and you got Chuck Schumer out there fucking doing that stupid smile thing he does while he's fucking thinking about little boys and shit, because that's what he did in a picture years ago. You can see it online. Chuck Schumer with the little fucking boy kissing him and shit. Weird little fucking guy. But seriously, can you imagine that? Man, it'd be a fucking nightmare. They would have all your information. They already have it now, but just imagine if they can have your internet history too and just kick you off of that motherfucker. You can't work. You can't do a damn thing. You can't Google anything. Yeah. That's what's going to happen, man. It's fucking scary. We are so close, and we are going to lose absolute power. We are going to lose our freedoms. I guarantee it. In our lifetime, we're going to lose it. We're going to lose a lot because we got no one to stand up for it. <clears throat> They'd rather just tweet about it. A man bursts into a home, then dumps boiling water on the people inside of the home. Did you see this shit? No. Can you imagine being woken up like that? No. No. Boiling water can make the skin peel off your bone. Yeah, that's bad. <clears throat> A man was arrested after being accused of breaking into a home and pouring boiling water on the men inside. Officers with the Yarmouth Police Department went to a home on November 11th and found a man suffering from severe burns to his chest and body. Christian Tenney, 32, was accused of breaking into the home through a bathroom window before pulling out a knife to threaten the men. 
Tenny made a gesture as if he was getting ready to stab one of them, then a fight broke out during which a pot of boiling water was used as a weapon. Both of the men were severely burned. Police didn't specify their condition, but I can tell you it ain't good. Yeah. <clears throat> McClacky News reached out to the Yarmouth Police Department on November 13th for more information and was awaiting a response. Tenny, who police believed knew the men in the house, then fled. He was found in Barnstable, about five miles west of Yarmouth, and then arrested on counts of home invasion, assault and battery with a dangerous weapon, and receiving stolen property. A fucking a hot water, dude. That's awful. And he knew these people. Yeah. <clears throat> I guess that's a better way to do it than shooting a gun at someone that's registered. You get a still boiling water. And no, like, oh. I, please shoot me. I, I don't know. I, I mean, yeah. I, I don't think boiling water is going to kill you. Uh, well. A bullet could. So, yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. I'd rather be shot. Yeah. If I die, I die. Whatever. I'm not going to sit here and fucking paint for mm. months. Getting freaking skin grafts and shit. I would never want to deal with that, ever. Yeah. I remember that story like a year or two ago where the, the girlfriend got pissed mm-hmm. off, remember? And dumped boiling water on her sleeping boyfriend. Yeah. Like, that's psychotic. Mm-mm-mm. Just please shoot me. Oh. <laughs> like, seriously. Give me, I want the easy way out. I don't... It's just too much, man. You know what I mean? It's fucking too much. Even dude. if it's, you shoot me in the leg. Like, what? Okay. Mm-hmm. That's going to hurt like a fucking bitch. Yeah. But I, I'll recover quicker from that than freaking burns all over my damn body. All right, so I guess I'll do another one here for you. A Florida boy who's 11 years old said he fabricated a bomb threat because of a certain website. Oh, God. An 11-year-old student at a Florida middle school is potentially facing serious charges after allegedly making a fake bomb threat during class this week. It being that he was inspired by an apparent trend on... Tick-tock and you don't stop, stop. Ooh, I want to sex you up. Tick-tock and you don't stop all night. <laughs> Dude. Girl, you make me feel. God. So good. An 11-year-old student at a Florida middle school is potentially facing serious charges after allegedly making a fake bomb threat during class this week. Admitting that he was inspired by an apparent trend on that bullshit website. According to a Lake County Sheriff's Office arrest affidavit obtained by Fox 35, the boy, a student at Umatilla Middle School, stood up during a second period class and yelled, there's a bomb on campus. He was taken to the school's main office and admitted to deputies that he made the statement because of a TikTok, according to the report. TikTok has you yell out statements to get points, the report said. He ultimately told deputies it was only a joke and there is no bomb. He should have said, I meant to say the school is the bomb. That's what he should have said. Get points for what? I have no idea. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't get it. Do you get a prize for, for posting a video? I have no idea. But still, deputies evacuated the sixth grade building, gym, and cafeteria to conduct a thorough search before clearing the building and letting the students return to their classes. Oh, my God. What's so concerning now is not that kids are making threats at school because that's nothing new. It's the scale and speed on social media promoting these behaviors at a rapid rate. In August, for example, a police department in Kentucky issued a warning to parents after three students made similar fake bomb threats after apparently being inspired by other videos on TikTok. So this kid was suspended, obviously, and his parents are, uh, are, are taking it in stride, I'm sure. That website is such a, like, st- app, whatever the hell if, it if is. If it's not it's that so one, it'll be I know, one. But that God one. damn it, man. Yeah. It's like constantly there's another trend. and yeah. None of them are good. Yeah, if it ain't that, it's something. It's always something worse, you know? People are fucking stupid. What else you got? Um, a totally naked Florida couple was busted having sex on a causeway in front of a group of people, including children, with the woman telling cops it was always a dream of hers. So Sarah Vasquez, 
55 and Robert Clark, 60, were fully nude on top of one another Friday with Clark, a registered sex offender, fully exposed according to a complaint. A witness described the horny fornicators encounter as crack to sack going to town. Oh, I love it. With, with several juveniles nearby, according to the uh, court record. Police responded to the causeway in the Gulf's, Gulf Coast city and arrested the exhibitionist. As she was led away, uh, she reportedly told officers that this was always a dream of mine, referring to having sex by the spectacular views of St. Joseph's Sound. Clark, meanwhile, exhibited no remorse that he subjected kids to the sight of his junk, declaring that children should be at home and not at the causeway, according to the complaint. He was charged with a felony and held on a $50,000 bond. A judge also ordered him to have no contact with children. Uh, she was also charged with exposing herself and was slapped with an additional narcotics charge for allegedly having an anti-anxiety drug inside an Altoids container in her purse. It's a good place to put them. Altoids containers are good. We, we Kids did our, that too when we were in school. We should put our pot in there, yeah, because yep. the smell was so overwhelming. <clears throat> Altoids. Yeah, yeah, we always use Altoids. Always. Smell good, but man, that taste was strong. Dude, I fucking, I used to, I love men's. I don't know what it is about me and men's, but I can suck on men's all day long, and I'll get the worst gas because it messes you up. Yeah, but you get good ones. You get like, yeah, you get good flavored mints now. Well, no, I like regular mints too. I like Winter Fresh is my favorite. I love Winter Fresh gum. The blue flavor is just it's uh, whatever the hell brand it is, but it's I like, like I, maybe it's spearmint. I don't even know. Like spearmint green. There's another one too. It was like a blue. It was like a blue box at Winter Fresh, and it's mm-hmm. whatever you see at the gas station. You know, I grab it. Yeah. And it's it, I don't know. It tastes so good. I always liked it. It's like a New Jersey thing when you had the winters. You got that cold air. You got the Winter Fresh gum. It makes your lungs all nice and feeling good. <laughs> I don't know, it was just a memory I have as a yeah. kid. I, 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 for some reason, it's, I still like that, you know? Really weird. I don't but, know. Yeah. So that's what's happening in Florida. Fully butt naked. I mean, in Florida, it's so hot, you might as well just be butt naked anyway, right? People have that shit. <laughs> so Democrats doing Democrat things in Georgia here, where this Georgia police dispute, uh, local Democrat officials claim that she was drugged before passing out in the street. And if you've seen the video, the bitch wasn't drugged. She was drunk. A local Georgia, this video is a classic. A local, you got to look this up, people. A, lo, a local Georgia Democrat recently found herself in hot water after she passed out in the street outside a sports bar and hurled insults at first responders as she was taken to the hospital in a state of distress. Now, former Clayton County Board of Commissioners Vice Chair Felicia Franklin, see, she named her Felicia Crunklin because she was getting crunk. Oh, my God. Claimed she had ended up in that. That was some old Southern shit back in the 90s. Everybody used to hear that in MTV. I'm like, what the fuck does that word mean? Uh, so, so after she was given a date rape drug, the police had disputed that, saying there was no evidence of such a substance in her toxicology report, and they said, please look at this bitch. No one's date raping her. Franklin was attending an, uh, an event in Moreau, Georgia, on the night of September 29th before she was found by police laying in the street outside a 404 sports bar and grill. The girl got tore up, man. According to police body cam footage of the encounter, Franklin became increasingly agitated after officers helped her into an ambulance and emergency staff began transporting her to the hospital. I don't know what they gave me, she said at one point in the video before growing more unruly. Franklin was eventually restrained and shouted to get the fuck out of my face numerous (laughs) times toward the staff before calling for her mother, which continued upon arrival at the hospital. That's that's sweet. That's ridiculous. No matter how much trouble you're in, you can always call for mama to come bail you out, you know? And a statement posted, the problem is her mom's been dead for 10 years, so, I mean, she was just fucking drunk. I have no That's idea if her mom up, was man. dead. I'm just throwing it out there. 
A statement posted on social media a few days later, uh, later Franklin described the incident as a deeply personal and troubling experience. I was drugged with a GHB pill, more commonly known as a date rape pill. But they already disputed that and said, no, it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, she she had court. to have known yeah. that they're going to take her blood work and stuff. Well, she's a Democrat. She thinks she's above the law. She like, She's a black Democrat female. Yeah. I mean, she she checks all the protective boxes. You would think she would just be safe from this shit, but they, they turned her in. Maybe people were finally sick of this Democrat bullshit, you know? What an idiot. Well, I'm still processing the details. I'm committed to shedding light on this issue. I believe it's crucial to use this moment as a catalyst for change. I'll be working closely with authorities to ensure that justice is served, and I will also be advocating for improved safety measures at events like these. So contrary to her claim, video of her interview with the police after the incident shows officers informing her that there was no evidence of the date rape drug in her system. But there was evidence that she drank five alcoholic drinks and tested positive for, guess what, the same thing I'm on right now, cannabis. So homegirl was getting tore up at the bar. She was getting tore up and the alcohol. I'll tell you what, before I quit drinking, I, 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 I was just experimenting with the edibles. <laughs> and I used to get blasted. Yep. I would take one edible and I'd be high, and then I would start making drinks, and then it was just fucking boom. So I trust me, girlfriend. I know exactly how you <laughs> felt, girlfriend. You were messed up. Just, just own up to it. Be like, yeah, I was, I was, I was. You know what? I can't be a politician twenty four seven. I can get. I wouldn't see you for hours, up. and then you'd come out and be like, well, I guess I passed dude, out. <laughs> dude, I, I, I would sleep midday. Like, where are you? That's fucked up. I can you be were, dead. You would be gone for hours, and I'm like, what? What is he doing? I come out looking like I just found the Lord and shit. I come out all fucking wide open, walking slowly. The concerned look on my face. Oh, God. Just came out of fucking hibernation. Sleeping right in the middle of the day. Just passing out in the middle of a TV show, mid-thought. Just bam, and I wake up with the same thought. It's just continuation. I'd be like, wait, it was, it was light oh, outside. How come there's piss running down my face? I haven't been down here that long. So there you go, man. Just own up to that shit. Just own up. You know what they should say? Yeah, that was me. I was fucked up. Who hasn't been fucked up? If you own up to something, the problem will go away. The quicker you own up to it, the quicker it goes away. The fact that they fight it yeah. and show that they're weak and that it bothers them else. means they love it. People, These people are vampires, man. They're fear and intimidation vampires. If they can intimidate you with a new story, they will do it. Like They're never going to let her live this down. So what happened? So they said that you were, you were in day rage. You're like, no, I wasn't. I was fucked up. I had too much to smoke. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck you. Dealing with you dumb motherfuckers. I have to get high after work. You, you got all oh, my fucking, oh, my next door neighbor's fence is too high. You send me these letters all fucking day. Am I supposed to just take it this shit seriously? No, I get fucking but high. But you have a job, man. Who cares? I have a job, too. Doors. I, who cares? I have a job, too. I mean, I understand. I mean, she went out to the bar and had a good time. I'm defending a Democrat for once. She shouldn't have to fight this. Because <laughs> she got tore up and she passed out. Own it, bitch. Passed out in public. You, like... Come on, man. Like, I was drunk in public. Who cares? She didn't hurt anybody <laughs> but herself and her pride and her dignity. Hunter Biden's making, he's smoking crack and doing business overseas and selling government secrets because he's giving money to his fucking dad, the big guy. We all know that shit. This bitch can get drunk at a fucking shitty little bar and go home alone and depressed and, and, and snap a heel, you know, because that's what happens. A drunk bitch with one heel on and one heel broken. They're walking like a fucking horse that broke its leg. <laughs> Or like a cat with a t-shirt on. You know how they do. They can't walk straight. Oh, God. Every New Yorker should be petrified. This is according to a uniform New York police city the police department who was beaten down on a subway. No one's exempt. Yep, I saw that. Dude. Yep. They're beating up their cops there, man. 
Dude, I would not. I don't know, man. New York is a fucking cesspool of dog yeah. shit. Yeah. And it is the future of your little nice community, people. It's spreading. I'm telling you, it is spreading. Unless you have concealed carry in your state, you will see this in your area. I'm telling you. We ain't going to see it here in South Carolina. Everybody's got a fucking gun. You ain't seeing that shit here. But New York, you will see this shit. I'm surprised. This is a cop, dude. He's got his ass beaten. And he just asked them to stop smoking. That's it. Is that disrespect? I mean, no, you're disrespecting people by doing what you're doing, you know? No one likes to be told anything. No one likes to be told what they're doing. No, wrong. you're not supposed to be fucking smoking here. He would, like, and they beat his ass, man. Hey, hey, hey kid, you want to put that cigarette out? And he's like, no. God, people are so entitled to shit. So annoying. So fellow officers say New Yorkers should be petrified after a uniformed New York Police Department lieutenant was struck by two men at a subway station over the weekend. His name is Gypsy Pichardo. He was hospitalized after responding to a train conductor's call for help Saturday night at the... You know what's going to happen? They're going to stop responding to calls at certain times. They're going to be too scared. I wouldn't want to respond to any. Being a cop before all this crazy shit was scary. Was bad enough, yeah. Can you imagine... You work in the midnight shift and you're like, yeah, there's a robbery at a 7-Eleven and you, you fucking pull up there and like maybe one other car pulls up and there's like six guys and they're probably all armed. You you, you and your partner are armed, but it's, it's still crazy. I, w- I, would, I would want like two partners. Yeah. <laughs> like, man, it's just not safe. I would like a tank. I would like five canines <laughs> and that's it because I don't want to deal with another person talking to me while I'm driving. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what I would want, man. I mean, you got to think how scary it is. And nowadays you've got a society and the government's... I don't know why cops are even signing up for this job. You've got the government telling you, hey, you don't matter. You're a piece of shit. You're garbage. These people can do whatever they want. If they go to court, they're going to get out anyway the next day. So why even try? Yeah. And there's a lot of cops out there. I would say over 90% of the cops out there want to make the world a better place. They probably want to protect their communities. They got into the job for the right reasons. I'm not being like, like these why, But why bother arrest anybody? Because they, they, they release them immediately. So like, yeah. what's the point? You're just wasting paperwork. That's why crime is so bad in New York and California. Because these they're Garbage. allowed to do this. They're empowered. The guy who shot the guy dead, or he didn't shoot him dead, but he shot at the guy who was attacking the woman on Monday show. Yeah. I mean, you see what happens. So why even try to help people anymore? Anyway, on the scene, he tried to break up a fight. So this wasn't a thing that you were talking about. Hmm. There's more. So there's another one out there. So Pichardo attempted to break up a fight and kick two weapon-carrying provocateurs off the one train. Authorities say that two men refused to leave the train and instead attacked Pichardo, hitting him in the face and body. I wasn't completely shocked, and that's what's scary, that this happened to one of our uniformed officers at Louis Turco, president of the Lieutenant's Benevolent Association. You've seen these dramatic confrontations of what our officers are going through on a daily basis. So he's a 17-year veteran of the force, a member of the New York Dominican Officers Organization. He required stitches on his face and suffered damage to his eyes, which will require a specialist. The fact that these people are getting bold enough to attack a uniformed officer should worry everyone, Turco said. That if they're this daring, then everybody needs to be put on notice in New York that it's getting wild out there. That's awful. Yeah. Absolutely insane. There are, I mean, police officers are just getting beaten down. Now, these people are bold. They just don't care, man. You got a bunch of cowards that have no fear. And that's a dangerous fucking human being out there. And you multiply that by how many people are in New York and how many people are depressed and down and out with their lives and shit. It's pretty bad, man. I don't know. I'm so glad we got out of there, though. We weren't even anywhere near that area. No, no. no. I, I wouldn't even want to go there for, like, a vacation either. Mm-hmm. Not at this point. No. I have uh, one more story. I just want everyone to know. That another cat has been saved. Oh, and where was it? On top of a doorway? (laughs) 
Another one has been rescued. On the roof of a house. Animal rescuers in Virginia came to the assistance of a kitten found hiding out in the storm drain system underneath an outdoor mall. The Billy the Kitten rescue uh, said officials first received word of the kitten in the drain system at town center of Virginia Beach on November 2nd, and rescuers went down to the mall to assess the situation. The rescuers set up a feeding station to lure the kitten closer to the surface and returned nine days later when the feline took the bait. Uh, The kitten was dubbed Keegan Nando after a pair of nearby restaurants, Keegan's Irish Pub and uh, Nando's Peri Peri Chicken. So another cat, has. it took nine days to rescue the damn thing. Hmm. But they they rescued it and it's cute and cuddly now and safe. Listen, man, it's... They get down there effortlessly. But then they, they don't know what to do. They know what to do. <laughs> For nine to days, man, that yeah. poor cat was probably starving. I just don't understand the psychology of a cat. Maybe I should try to get that guy on the show for the fucking uh, guy from the Hell's Angel Cat Show, whatever the fuck that I watch so much. Yeah. I would love to get him on the show to talk about cats. Seriously, I would love to do that. I would love to have that conversation. There's a ton of people dying to come on the show. I should actually go through these fucking emails now and see who the hell's out there. If there's a cat expert, I want you on the show. I want to know why they do this dumb shit. <clears throat> Listen, I would never be afraid of heights and climb all the way up to the top of a fucking, uh, uh, what the hell is that ride? The one that goes around in the circle, like a Ferris wheel Ferris or whatever. Wheel, yep. Why don't I climb up 50 feet up in the air and start crying for someone to come get me down? The second my feet touch the ground, do it again. That's, <laughs> that's what cats are doing. Because they're cute. They're fucking... Because they're cute. They know someone will come and get them. They're psychos, man. <laughs> they're basically doing this to piss you off and just to ruin your fucking day, man. That's what they do. They lie in wait, waiting oh for anyone God. to go underneath them so they can just jump down and claw them. Oh, I don't know why you had to bring that animal story, because <laughs> I'm about to bring it right on down here. This Michigan woman, she abandoned a puppy in a dumpster. She led officers <sighs> on the chase before crashing. This is a sad one, man. This Michigan woman has been arrested after police say she caused a traffic crash and abandoned a puppy in a construction dumpster while attempting to flee authorities last week. Farmington Hills Police Department issued a statement saying that Selena Maria Martin, 25, was arrested after driving on a suspended license, speeding, refusing to stop her police, and then crashing and fleeing her wrecked vehicle on November 8th. Martin has been previously convicted of fleeing and eluding police on two other occasions, most recently on August 5th and September 10th. According to officers, once Martin and a 14-year-old passenger were taken into custody, Martin told police they abandoned a puppy in a construction dumpster because it was slowing their escape. Oh, my God. Police began a search for the puppy and said they were able to successfully recover the puppy and that it was unharmed. According to officials, the puppy has since been adopted by a member of the community. Okay, so it has a happy oh, ending. Officers added that no one was injured in the vehicle that was hit by the suspects. Unfortunately, fucking abandoned a cute little dog, man. The Farmington Hills Police Department was not immediately available for comment, but the dog is safe and it is with a loving family now. So. Well, that's good. Poor thing. Where you fucking go, man? Probably horrifying. Now, that's a horrifying thing. Not climbing into something you could easily get out of. Wait for someone to come fucking get you. Aww. Yeah, I'm bashing on cats. They're fucking bastards, man. Not only are they bastards, you, they, you say they're cute. They're fucking adorable. They're also fucking assholes. I, I see what you're doing, but like seriously, they're, they're cute and cuddly, and I just want to squeeze all of yeah, them. I know, I know. Like, well, in a big group hug. Yeah, I know. You fucking love these little <laughs> bastards, but I'm excited, man, because like like we were saying before, we got the, another live show coming this Friday. The last yes. one was so much fun. Mm-hmm. Every one of them has been fun for me. I absolutely love doing these things. I'm excited to do it, and I think we're going to be doing it at the same time, right? Six? 
Um, yeah, it's Jen's birthday, so we'll get oh, the, that's yeah. Right. We got the kid's birthday. She's mm-hmm. gonna be turning 14 years old. Holy shit. <sighs> old as fuck, man. Dude, this life has gone by so fast, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. It really has. It's absolutely insane, man. Like, I, I feel like everything has just kind of gone by in a blink of an eye. And I remember being a kid, and it felt like the summers would last forever when I was a kid. Time seemed to go yeah, slower. Yeah, it doesn't. Man. It does not it last forever anymore. I don't remember summer. I remember I went to the water park a couple times, and it was over. Yeah. Every other day feels like it's Halloween here. In school, always fucking dragged when I was a kid. Always. Now I'm like, damn, Sammy's almost done. I wonder if like, it feels that way for two her. Years left. I wonder if it feels that way for them. I doubt it. Because she fucking hates school. Time has gone so fast for me that I feel like blocks of, of life have been missing. Do you feel that way too? Like blocks of your life? Like it feels like it was lived by someone else. Yeah. It really does. I think about us living in New York and I feel like that was a whole different human being that lived there. Like like I remember someone else's life and I was actually watching something pretty interesting where they were talking about people's memories and how many of your memories are actually real memories or things that you manufacture to remember differently as they happened, you know, years ago. Like let's say if I remember a football game I played in school and I asked someone else, like, Hey, remember that play in the fourth quarter where I did this? They're like, No, you didn't do that. Someone else did that. But I re- remember it a different way, you know? And you really? Can't really Yeah, like weird stuff like that. People remember different details. Huh. Like if like if you and I were driving with six other people in a car in like a minivan or something and we got into an accident and the cops asked us each what happened, we all might have a different version of the story because we all remember something differently. We all have different angles and perceptions of what happened during the incident. Hmm. So the stories might come out a little bit differently. It's not going to be all exactly the same. You know, it's pretty, pretty weird shit. So that's kind of where I've been at the past couple of days. Just weird <laughs> stuff, hole. man. Rabbit hole after rabbit hole, man. I've been getting sent by some crazy things here and... Just trying to keep my mind off of the dumb shit. I mean, I ranted a lot. I was pissed off on Monday. I was really pissed. You just have to stay calm because they will take us down again. I, so you know what? They man? don't. They do not like him ranting at all, people. So thank goodness. stop getting him going. They took it down. Thank goodness for Pop. An hour later, after the show, was yeah, posted. so I'm gonna and be a nice surprisingly, boy it's still up this time. The same thing happened. Didn't even edit the same it, thing so. happened every other time an episode gets taken down. I'm like, yep. okay, I'll do it, and then I just put it back up there. I think it's somebody complains. You think it's someone someone complains about Somebody it? complains. People are just so fucking sensitive nowadays, uh, you know? They're just fucking sensitive. But now I got something in place where that won't happen again. So I had a nice little conversation with them. But let's hop on into it because everyone's an asshole and we got to find out if this person is an asshole or not. And uh, let's hop on into it. And then we'll get into our you know little finale here. This person wants to know, why the hell does Nerdette love this segment so much? It's because it's the last answer? one, asshole. Okay, thank you. God damn it. Am I the asshole for not wanting my husband's racist parents to see our baby after it's born? Oh, God. I'm a 28-year-old Latina, and my husband, 29, is white. We met in college and got married two years ago. His parents have always had issues with our relationship, making indirectly offensive comments towards me. So why would you stay with this person? Because she loves this person? Then she she you, married that person? You marry into their family. Yeah. If, if you are this sensitive. I don't think the person's this sensitive. I think, like, I'm already understanding where this person's coming from. I get it. Because you're not going to want the name calling or any, like, stupid things being said and have your kid being raised around that. Because yeah. your kid is now m- mixed. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want, like, and that's, that would be fucked up. 
So I, I can, I know you're not done with the no, thing, I but it. I can see exactly where this is going to go. I get it, but I mean, if they were always making those comments before you guys tied the knot, then maybe you should have questioned and if that's the relationship a family want to be in, and if he's not going to stop it, exactly. Yeah, he, something should have been done way before you got married. That's what you, you got to tell your family, like, listen, if you motherfuckers don't respect me, then you're going to lose me. You respect yeah. my decisions in life, it's not, it's not your life. I don't understand why people always get so invested and involved with what other people are doing with their penises or vaginas, you know? Unless you yeah. make it an issue, like those fucking LGBT extremists that right. are in the street parading their shit. Like, no, if you do that behind closed doors, no one would care because we never did. It's when you start bringing the shit outside the house. Irregardless of that, this is fucking wild, man. I mean, you, you just tell them, like, hey, you can keep that shit to yourself. It's not your relationship. It's mine. Yeah. You know, why do you get so wrapped up? Why do you care so much? But They never accepted me as part of the family and treated me like a stranger. A year into the marriage, the situation reached the point where I asked my husband to choose between me and his parents. He chose to stay with me, and we cut off contact with him. Despite my husband defending me from indirect comments, I couldn't handle their disrespect anymore. I felt hurt every time I had to interact with them. Now I'm seven months pregnant with our first child, and somehow my husband's parents found out. They started calling and texting my husband, I don't know how they got his number, apologizing and expressing a desire to meet their grandchild when it's born. They claim to have changed and that we shouldn't deny them that. I don't believe them and I don't want them to have any contact with my child. I don't trust them and I'm afraid they might do something to harm us. Harm you? I, like, are these psychos? Yeah. Like, what, what do you mean, harm you? She's being too sensitive. They made a couple comments. They probably like, oh, you know, he's dating this fucking beaner. But then, you know, they were like, oh, okay, well, he, he must love her. He's got a kid. It, you know, a baby can change people. Yeah. It, it changed me. Yeah, but the baby changed me. Yeah. I was completely different, man, until we had a kid. And it's like, okay, now we got to start being serious about life. Got to stop, like, quitting jobs because somebody fucking looked at me wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. You got to actually, like, hold a fucking job. You got to be a man. You got to do shit. You know, it changes you. So, I also don't want my child to grow up hearing the same horrible things they said to me. I think they don't deserve to be part of my child's life after everything they've done. My husband is torn. He says he understands my side, but also misses his parents and wants to give them a chance. He thinks that the grandparents of our child that might have genuinely changed. He wants to try to reconcile with them and wants me to do the same. I refuse to do that and tell him he can do as he wishes, but I won't let them see her baby when it's born. I say this is my final decision and he has to respect it. He was upset with me, but he agreed and we haven't discussed it further. Am I the asshole? Yes. One million percent yes. Yep. you got to at least give them a chance. You have to. There's a baby involved. There, that's mm -hmm. the baby's grandparents. I wouldn't leave the baby alone. Why not? That, not for not for a while, not like, not for Why a while, because you don't want the kid going over to grandpa's house and then being, oh. hearing all sorts of fucking stupid shit. Like I would want to make sure that things but aren't gotta, being said. But you gotta make. I mean, he knows his parents. You Does can, he? Because he it took him three years before he freaking opened a damn mouth and said anything. But the thing is, is like there's some people that I mean, like I've, I, I I can't think of any examples off the top of my head, but I know I've I've like met people and like you find out they're racist, you're like, oh really? Because they were the coolest person I ever met, you know. And it's like some people can hide it better than others. Well, I think I th I think she's an asshole, and they should be allowed to see the kid. But they I would want to I would want to be there. And and they can file rights and, and they, see the kid as grandparents. Yeah, they have rights. Well, they I don't know. Does, is that in every state? No, I, don't I mean, know how that works. I know in some states they can but, file. Uh, yeah, and once they started saying stupid shit again, we're like, okay, well, we we gave you a chance and exactly. get the fuck out. We like, gave you the chance. They they deserve a chance. They, they need to kiss her ass. I mean, she yes. she doesn't have to talk to them, but the baby, let the babies go over there, yeah. you know? Mm. And eventually, if they're really a pure heart about this, because people can change, man. I don't like the fact that we have a society now where you cast everyone into fucking permanent 
No, everyone dismissal. deserves a, a second yeah. chance and shit. That's family. So Except like, for you pedophiles and rapists. I mean, they should be fucking banished forever out of well, society. Yeah. But And all Democrats and people that vote for them should be banished. But you think of it this way, man. Like, something like this, you can change. Like, seeing a baby can change your whole image and perception of life. And I know from personal experience, it, it actually can change it, man, instantly. It's, it's special, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a special thing. And this woman is a piece of garbage. And I think yep. she sees this as her example to get revenge. And that's all she wants is to hurt them like she felt hurt. I think she's being sensitive, too. I don't think these grandparents were even saying things that badly. She probably felt it. Because these 28-year-olds in that age range, they have a fucking chip on their shoulder. They think everyone's out to get them. They think they're hearing things. Everything's offensive. She's in that age range where she probably... They probably said something. They probably said something stupid that they shouldn't have said. Mom's probably like, oh, well, how do they do it in your culture? Or she probably said some stupid yeah, mom something. joke or something, and she took it to the fucking extreme. You know, she's yeah. racist. Everybody's right. I give racists the benefit of the doubt if I hear someone's a racist. Let me hear what they have to say, because you're probably overreacting, because we live in a world of overreactors, mm-hmm. overreacting about everything. So this person is an asshole. Complete asshole. Yeah. Complete asshole. But she's an idiot. And if you like more of that, come back on Friday, because we're going to be doing a live asshole show at 6 o'clock Eastern time on podbean.com. Voicesofmisery.podbean.com. You hit that subscribe button and leave us a sweet little comment on there because we like to read those. And, of course, you love people just kissing your butt. So if you guys leave a couple of compliments on there about Nerdette and, and, and ask a question in an email, you can send that to gmail.com And we will read it live on the show. But you have to, you have to give her two compliments first, people. <laughs> or you are only me read. You're such an idiot. What are you be doing for the next couple of days? Um... Probably nothing. Same old shit. Yeah. Nothing. I'll be watching Vikings, and I'll be watching Handmaid's Tale, and I will be loving both, because those are both really good shows. I give very high marks to both right now. Um, definitely, Vikings is probably going to end up on my favorite all-time um, of this genre, whatever you want to call it. Like, yeah. old-school genre. It'll probably be my number one show. It's fucking good. Really engaging stuff there. And Handmaid's Tale could possibly end up on one of my favorite shows, because it's, it's good, it's different, and it's... It's fucking scary, man. It's it's a scary fucking show. I can see us going there. I can see us doing this shit in real life. It's happening. I, I just can't believe you're watching all my shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm still like in shock. Oh, I'm out. I'm out of stuff. I know. I've been going through Hulu and that app, man. It's like fucking Prime version 2. It's like a fucking gl- glorified. Like you click on something. Oh, you have this app. You can't watch it. It's like, it's like a fucking... Oh, because you need the... Well, you have to have that. Yeah. We have enough apps purchased that it just it works flawlessly for us. Mm-hmm. But I remember before when we were on your sister's one, she had the free version, all that other crap or whatever. Yeah, it was like you click on something, and it's like you know you got to pay for this. You're like fucking it. But whatever. What are you gonna be doing? Nothing. Uh, nothing. But you can find right. us at Voice of Misery on all platforms and Voice of Misery Podcast at gmail.com for all the fucking compliments. Thank you. 